Hey guys, it's Kat, and it's time for another episode of True Tea. I want to thank everybody who tunes in to the podcast. This is one of the first podcasts that's going up that will not be posted on my YouTube channel. So if you have been following the podcast and you have been listening to these episodes, I greatly, greatly appreciate you. I've really, really enjoyed doing the podcast, and I think this is something that's definitely going to stick. So with that all being said, I want to remind you guys that I did sort of change things up a bit. I used to do a podcast episode episode and a call-in show the same week. Now I've decided to do a new podcast episode every other week with a call-in show followed by the next week after the podcast goes live. So um, I'm really thankful for all the people who have been calling in and giving me their brew, and I can't wait to hear your guys' brew on this particular topic. So this is going to be the first podcast episode about polyamory. So we are going to be repeating some stuff from previous podcast episodes. And I wanted to say that I am probably going to be doing a bit of that. There are going to be some weeks on the podcast where I'm literally just either rehashing or deliberately re-uploading previous podcast episodes that have been posted to my YouTube channel years and years ago, because I think that it would make for a really, really good call-in show. So Keep your eyes out for that. I'm really excited for that. But in this video, we're going to be discussing polyamory and so-called ambiamory slash poly flexibility. So I would definitely suggest that you run to your kitchen and grab yourself something to drink. Personally, I am drinking some Zevia ginger soda. I don't know if you guys could hear, get a little ASMR moment. But I'm going to take a sip of this and then we're going to get right into this conversation. So I wanted to talk to you guys about a really interesting conversation that I had on OkCupid. Dating sites are often the jumping off point for conversations that we have on Truity um, because I just end up having the most interesting exchanges. So this story starts the way that a lot of my stories have started. I matched with a really handsome pansexual guy and the conversation went a little left. Now, in my profile, I'm very open about being polyamorous. And one of the things that has changed about me since I've started having conversations about polyamory is that when I was just getting out of my relationship, I was not interested in having any sort of primary. Um, primary, for those of you guys who don't understand, is basically, you know, a relationship that you place at the very top of your other relationships, I suppose. that that That's the way. It's very specifically a hierarchical Um, understanding of polyamory where you've got, you know, your wife or your girlfriend who you spend most of your time with, and then you might see other people in addition to that. That's kind of what a primary is. So since having conversations with you guys about polyamory, I've now, especially post-quarantine, become open to being in a primary relationship. The way that my relationships kind of function now is that I have several long-term partners, but quite a few of those partners are partners that I will never marry. Um, some situations because they already are, and some situations because that's something that they've done already and don't want to do again. And I definitely understand that. But as I get older, I do sort of see myself marrying a person who I spend most of my time with, and that has been how I have readjusted. Now, you guys know that I I turned 30 in quarantine, and I've been thinking a lot about my future and about um, you know, what I want to do in the long term. And it's just become really important for me to start having an openness for men who could potentially be that partner for me. Now, when I say that, um, I'm not 
interested in rushing into any relationships by any means. I don't really like the idea of bonding myself to a man super, super quickly. But I do understand that I am getting older and I'm entering my 30s. And I know that sooner rather than later, I'm going to want to start thinking about children and, you know, actually doing the foster care thing that I thought that I've you know, have wanted to do for quite some time. And I'm clearly not there yet, but it would be nice to meet somebody who I could grow to be there with, if that makes any sense. So um, I'm thinking a lot about that because realistically and logistically, I don't think I personally have a lot of space for these kind of wishy-washy relationships that are not as present as my current partners are, which for me is still not as much as I would like, right? I don't see my partners super often. I see Alexander Every week, once a week, I see Nathan maybe twice a month if I'm lucky. Um, Victor lives out of state. I've got other partners who um, are kind of here or there, but I don't see very often at all. And I guess I'm just looking for somebody who's a little bit more consistent, right? And so in my profile, I make that very, very clear. And that just sort of is what it is. So I matched with this guy. He's a handsome, pansexual dude who seems to be very socially aware. And I was really, really excited to connect with him. But he had something in his profile that concerned me. Now, the thing in his profile that concerned me was that he expressed an openness to being either polyamorous or monogamous. We're going to be rehashing a thing that I've talked about already on this channel so many different times. But um, for me, personally... Monogamy does not feel like a safe, warm, happy thing. And it doesn't feel like a safe, warm, and happy thing, you know, partially because of the relationships I'm currently in. I like the idea of being committed to a person. And I think that a lot of people who aren't polyamorous don't understand that polyamory often looks like multiple commitments to more than one person. Um, but I know that I don't want to be in a situation where I'm connecting with a man and I really, really like him and we're getting along really well. And he tells me, you know, if you really loved me and you really cared about me, you would cut off all of your other partners, the people that you've been with for years, the people who care for you, the people who love you, so that you can be in a monogamous, loving relationship with me, right? I don't subscribe to that dichotomy personally. I'm not going to tell you that you shouldn't. I'm not going to say that monogamy is something that people who aren't hashtag woke do, but I will say that that's how I personally feel. And I came into that feeling because I was in a monogamous relationship with somebody that I deeply, deeply loved, whom I wanted to marry. I'm glad I didn't, but I wanted to marry, right? And, you know, this was a thing that came to me. And, you know, when I was younger, people often would tell me that I was probably polyamorous, but I often denied it. And it was one of those situations where you, you don't know until you know, and you don't know that you want something until you're there, right? And so for me, um, I have put myself in a position where I know that I'm not going to be monogamous, and I, and I find it very risky to date people who are open to monogamy. Now, part of the, the, the frustration I have with this conversation um, and I know this is where the conversation is going to go a little bit left, is that I kind of feel like polyamory is a term that should be used to define and describe people who believe that they can be in love with more than one person, right? I don't really love that when I meet somebody who says that they're polyamorous, in so many ways, what they really mean is that they could be in an open relationship with somebody or that they could be... Um, you know, just sort of dating around before they find somebody to be monogamous with the way that, you know, most monogamous people do. And 
that's just been my experience. I've dated a lot, and I I really truly do mean a lot of men who have said to me that they are polyamorous, we get along really well, things are going fine, they meet a girl, usually a cis girl, usually a white girl, and they decide that our relationship can't continue because this girl wants monogamy. And, you know, we've talked about this before, but obviously part of the frustration that I have with that is that it's very apparent to me that so frequently the women who are, you know, chosen, so to speak, are again women who tend to be cis, who tend to be white, who tend to embody what most men are socialized to prioritize. And then you add on top of that um, the fact that they are in a monogamous relationship, which, you know, removes all of the struggles and complications that come with polyamory. It's just very hard for me not to sort of feel slighted and like the communication that I get constantly from these situations is that I do not carry as much value as really any cis white woman who says that they want a monogamous relationship with a guy that I'm dating. That's just been what's been communicated to me time and time and time again. And it is really, really, really exhausting and I don't like it. And so I try to be really clear about what I am open to and what I am not open to. And I am not open to dating men who have an openness to monogamy unless they are only dating me in a monogamous way. In fact, Alexander's wife has a partner and her partner is monogamous to to her, right? Um, They all live together, actually, and he is completely monogamous to her, doesn't date other people, and that works for their dynamic. I could see myself perhaps dating somebody like that, um, but that's the closest I would get to wanting to entertain somebody who entertains monogamy. So, you know, interestingly enough, I know that a lot of people will digest me as a not serious choice because of my polyamory. If I'm attracted to somebody who's monogamous or open to monogamy, um, you know, I will sort of adjust my expectations for that person. Because the frustration I've had with these men who have left me for monogamy is that they presented polyamory to me. If they said to me, hey, you know, I am sort of exploring polyamory right now, and I don't really know if I am polyamorous, um, but I'm exploring it, and I'm just kind of seeing, that would have given me the chance to um, decide to what degree I wanted to bind, bind to this person. It's frustrated me because I've been often blindsided by these, these situations. I I've been in situations where I am falling in love with somebody and they have to end the relationship with me to pursue monogamy with again, usually a cis white woman. And so for me, it, it, it's a little bit much and I don't want to push all of that baggage on new people who talk to me, but I do like to make it very clear that I do tend to have a lot of reservations about dating people who are open to monogamy because of my bad experiences. Now, something that came up in the conversation we were having about by erasure and so-called straight passing privilege was that people who have less of an access to um, privilege tend to be a bit more eager to figure out what the nature of a relationship is. That sort of tends to be the case. And I find that to be really true in my personal experience. It's really hard for me to sort of have this kind of like, you know, la-di-da, let's just see where things go. Let's just sort of take things day by day um, approach to dating and romance because I've been 
exploited so much. I've been used so many times. And so frequently, when I date the man who presents himself to me as polyamorous, who becomes monogamous, it's really hard for me not to sort of digest um, that relationship as one where I was used. Um, and I and I know objectively that that's not often the case, but it feels that way. And I don't like feeling that way. And so I don't like to put myself in positions where I'm dating somebody who is monogamous or is open to monogamy, which frankly, in my personal opinion, I sort of do it, you know, push people who say that they're open to monogamy into the monogamous pile. But then, you know, this is a whole other conversation, but, but what is monogamy? Different people have different definitions for what monogamy is, right? There are a lot of people who go to swinger events who consider themselves to be monogamous because they have sex with other people, but they don't form long-term romantic connections with other people, right? That's just kind of what the the, the situation is. So people define monogamy in in different ways. Um, For me, for my own sanity, I've had to just sort of put people who are open to monogamy in the monogamous pile. So like I said, if I'm attracted to them, we get along, I'm interested in them, I will not approach them or view them as somebody who I could, you know, like I said, potentially get married to, potentially primary, because that's obviously not the case. And given what things are, you know, I've been, like I said, this is, I've been left for monogamy so many times that I know that they're not going to choose me. I know that they're not going to choose polyamory over monogamy with a cis white woman who is far less complicated to date, right? That's just kind of um it for um for me. So I kind of brought this up to this guy and this guy was really cute. I was very, very interested in him and I was really interested in connecting with him. And he was just in a situation where he apparently tried to date somebody um, monogamously and it didn't work out, right? And he had just gone out of that relationship and he was putting the feelers out there. And he had told me that he was adjusting to a point where he knew that he didn't want to be with a person who was monogamous, but that he was still open to monogamy. Now, going back to the privilege thing, sometimes I know that I butt, I butt heads with um, people, men, when it comes to this particular part of the conversation, because I don't know, like, I think it's, I, I would love to be able to have this like open-minded, I don't care approach to dating and romance. I'll take it this, I'll take it that way. But I'm a black, trans, polyamorous woman, you know? And there's just so much like education and preparedness I feel like men have to do before they could date me, right? And it's so important for me to understand that we're on the same page when we start talking, because I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm again being taught, you know, indirectly that I'm not as valuable as a cis white woman. I don't like putting myself in that position, right? And so I think that when I talk to specifically white men, which this guy was white, I think that they have a hard time understanding. Well, I mean, it's so common for me to communicate my boundaries and my own sort of feelings and thoughts, um, and have them be digested in like a way that is just so much more severe than it actually was. That's very, very common. I, I, I apparently say things like, I feel like I say stuff that's really basic and simple and, and, and boring, but apparently, you know, to, to your average cis white person who's never thought of this stuff, um, the simple shit I say is like mind blowing, you know? And so it's really common for me to say something that like, in my opinion, is not that crazy, but it's digested as really pushy and crazy by usually white people. And 
so I told him, you know, kind of my situation and I told him, you know, kind of how I feel and, you know, how I would ju- adjust my sort of approach if that was the position um, that he took. And he really took offense to that. He really, really, really took offense to that. He, um, because I was explaining to him that oftentimes when I've dated people who are polyflexible or ambiamorous, they have indeed left me for monogamy. And for me, that's a very toxic thing because, and I know that people will, will push back on this idea, but as a polyamorous person, I think it's quite toxic to date people who see monogamy as the thing that they give to the partner that they value the most. That for me is a very, again, toxic, limiting, painful sort of perspective to hold. I don't want to date people who see me as a less valuable, less important partner because I'm polyamorous. I don't want that. I'm not interested in that. And I don't expect that from men who describe themselves to me as polyamorous. But when men make the decision to date monogamously after they presented to me polyamory, it's really clear and obvious that what they are, in my opinion, is just monogamous. And that they and that they truly do see monogamy as the most valuable thing. As somebody who's trying, who's been trying to work beyond that, I have a hard time dating people who feel differently. So I've learned that it's really, really, really important to like lay out our philosophies about polyamory and about dating and about romance and things like that early on, so that we don't waste each other's time. Which to me. Online dating is about saving time. I feel like I'm the only person in the world who feels that way because people love to like waste time on these online dating sites. But, you know, for me at the end of the day, if it came down to we're mutually attracted, seems like we get along in a lot of things. We might not be long-term relationship potential, but we'll see. I I, I think that that would be fine. You know, I could then, uh, you know, again, make the decision of what degree I wanted to be invested in this relationship. Um, so I like to lay that all out. And of course, sometimes the way that I lay it out is digested is very, very harsh. And so, like I said, he said that he felt validated. He, he said that he, uh, that me explaining to him my experiences with people who are ambiamorous or polyflexible, he felt that I was trying to tell him who he was, that I was trying to tell him that his perspective and his approach were wrong, that I was trying to invalidate him. And, you know, I'll be frank with you guys. Um, I, I, I personally, as somebody who's dealt with a lifetime of invalidation, I do get a little touchy when people act like me describing my own boundaries is some sort of invalidation to, of, of them and their identity. It's totally fine and valid if he's polyflexible and can date people who are, you know, monogamous or polyamorous. I think that that makes sense for you. And I think that what a lot of people don't want to acknowledge is that everybody has their own philosophy. And regardless of how much we might disagree with said philosophy, that's their fucking philosophy. And, you know, I don't really think it's correct for, for, for anyone to tell another person how they can or can't live or feel about polyamory or anything. But what I can say is whether or not it's compatible with my own personal philosophy. And polyamory to me is not something that I do with a bunch of people who I'm not serious with. Polyamory to me is being in love with more than one person. And it means, again, multiple commitments, right? That's my version of polyamory. It might not be yours. And 
in this time where people are really saying polyamorous, like so many people are describing themselves as polyamorous, and I don't think that's a bad thing. But because I've dated so many men who have described themselves to me as polyamorous, who turned out not to be, it's super hard for me not to um, sort of see that there is kind of a trend of people applying the label of polyamory to themselves when really what they probably mean is non-monogamous, right? They, 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 they mean that they want to be in a situation where they are, you know, able to see multiple people, but they're not always interested in actually being in relationships with more than one person. Because in my experience, a lot of these guys, when they got to the point where they were, you know, presented monogamy, if they were polyamorous, they would say, hey, look, I really, really like you. I think you're really cool. And I would love to continue to see you, but I'm polyamorous. I'm not going to give you monogamy to, you know, make you feel more secure in our relationship because I don't buy into that dichotomy. For me, that's what polyamory means is when you don't buy into that dichotomy of monogamy at all. That's how I look at it, right? Again, you don't have to, but I, I, it's hard for me not to see these guys as just monogamous when that is the way that they move through the world. Because if they were polyamorous, they would also say, hey, I've been seeing this other girl, Catherine. She's really, really great. I would like to continue to see her. I know that you're monogamous, but maybe we can sort of see how this goes and da 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 Like, the fact that my relationships are so quickly ended with these men is what frustrates me. Um, because it's like they go on one, they, they'll date me for months. <laughs> they'll go on one date with one cis white woman who says that she wants monogamy. And usually this is fra- um, framed to them as, I will not have sex with you unless you're completely monogamous to me. Which, as an aside, I don't think is necessarily um, a wrong or a bad thing to, to, to think. Um, but, you know, a lot of men have been given the ultimatum of monogamy or you get no sexual access. And they take monogamy over maintaining polyamory, which they often have presented to me. Um, and I don't like that. I don't like that. Don't love that. Don't really want to engage with that. And so, yeah, this this conversation I had with this guy just brought this up. And I thought that this would be a really interesting conversation to have for the Collins show, because I think that people feel very differently about this. There's a lot of different perspectives and opinions about this. And I'm, I am, of course, interested in hearing your perspective on poly flexibility. I would love to hear from people who say stuff like this, what exactly they mean, and if monogamy is what they give to the partner whom they value the most. In my opinion and observation, it absolutely is. You know, I can't believe that somebody would, for example, date me, get along with me really well, like to continue to see me, but then decide that this monogamous relationship is more important to them without concluding that I'm not as important to them as this other woman. And of course, as I've spoken about in previous conversations, I've been in this so many times that I've I've had these men, you know, pop in and out of my life, you know, where they, they will, they'll get into this monogamous relationship, break up with them, then try to reach out to me um, so that, to reconnect with me back and forth. And it's just this whole thing. And it's really fucking exhausting. And I don't like being in that position. So I'm very curious to have this conversation with you guys on next Tuesday at noon on my YouTube channel. So please be sure to check out for that. Um, so yeah, I guess on that note, I will see you guys next week. And I want you to always remember and to never forget that you are beautiful and you are loved. Bye.